millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Dooling Review this week. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, we have a treat for you. It is something special. People have been dying for this. People have been waiting for this. People have been asking for this since 1983 when little Archie and friends disappeared from the comic book rack. And uh, I guess they went into a, a long, dark tea time of the soul only to reemerge this week in the, uh, uh, what is it called? Fun with little Archie and friends special number one one shot from Archie comics. Uh, I will say this This is what I'm going to say about this thing. I am glad that this comic exists in the world. Okay. I am glad that this comic is out there to entertain, to make some people go tee hee, to make some people laugh and maybe chortle and maybe uh, uh, nudge their friend in the side and go, Oh, look at this little crazy goat monster guy. Uh, but I will say that this comic book is not for me, and that is okay. But I'm glad it is out in the world for somebody. <laughs> what did you think, Matthew? I am absolutely not the target audience for this, and I was super, super weirded out by the proportion of the art. Um, I mean, I'm used to giant heads, but the eyes, man, the uh, Archie is like staring into my soul. But I have I have a soft spot for Little Archie. I have a few Little Archies in my collection, mostly Little Archies where he turns into Little <laughs> Are you feeding them thing. on a regular basis? <laughs> no, no. I keep them in Pokeballs in the basement. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It reminds me, um, I think, with kind of a maybe a cleaner art style of the uh, – about 10 years ago, DC had the Tiny Titans, and then they had the All Yeah Comics with oh, the yeah, same yeah. creative team. Art, Art Balthazar and uh, yeah. the other guy. Yeah. It, it feels a little bit like that, only maybe a little bit more polished and corporate and, and you know, perfected, which, again – it's Archie. Archie does a lot of different things and they do a lot of different things. Well, but well, and I, I kind of, yeah, I was going to say as, as far as the art goes, you got a bunch of different creative teams all kind of following this little model of yep. what you might. And again, this is, this is for a really younger set. And this isn't even for middle grade readers. This is like, no, uh, this, this is, is like, like first, second and third grade readers. Uh, this is beginning readers. Yeah, I, I think so. I honestly do. And so the art reflects, and again, if, if I say it kind of reflects Disney, um, the kids, Disney channel, whatever that is, the one for like the, the little preschool kids, um, mm -hmm. the art kind of reflects that style that you see in like a Daniel tiger or something like that. But, but I mean, I shouldn't say the art reflects that the character design kind of fits that because this is an anthology book. There are like three or four different stories in this book, each with a different artist. So Aaron hunting, Adrian Ropp, uh, Agnes Grabowska, uh, and Matt Herms, and then if Jack, I think Jack Morelli is doing the lettering in this, if I'm yes. not mistaken. 
Uh, so, you know, you've got a bunch of different people going in and, and telling this. So the art is slightly different from story to story, even though it's mostly uh, similar from from one story to the next. But mm-hmm. if, if you're not in for the little kid art that, again, two or three years ago when my son was in second, third grade, my youngest son, uh, this would have been the art style that we would have seen in a lot of his books. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because he's into uh, uh, Captain Underpants and the uh, cop dog and um, dog uh, and whatever diary of a wimpy kid. But it is in that same it is in that same style. So for mm-hmm. me, having a youngish kid in the house, much younger than your kid, Matthew. Um, mm-hmm. I am closer to knowing and seeing this style more regularly than probably you are. So I was okay on the art. Mm, the eyes, man, they haunt me. It's just good. Good. They should keep scary. you up at night. Now, what is this <laughs> anthology story about? Well, Sabrina, the, uh, little, the little witch and the tiny her, witch, yeah. her cat, uh, Garfunkel, Salem. Uh, are are carrying a black goat around because, you know, she's a witch and, you know, black goats and all that stuff. Uh, uh, Great that this comes out on on the Easter weekend, yeah, or the week of Easter. So, you know, perfect. Um, Apparently, it's the class pet, and she uh, has to take care of it for the weekend, but Salem is not having any of it because he's convinced that this goat is evil, evil. And sure enough, he does a lot of pranks to Archie and the gang at one point. They all jump into a D&D game that they're playing, although it's not called D&D. Um, they jump into a like a motorcycle fight kind of motorcycle <laughs> chase scene story. And then yeah. I forget what the third the third story is uh, in this. Um, oh, it's one where they're literally doing like a is it it's can- like it's an animal crossing? Man? Man? No, animal crossing. That's what it is. Animal crossing. Yeah, yeah it's Critter Junction. But yeah. Yeah, Jughead gets turned into a, you know, a cute dog, which that's fine. And he wants to laze around in this, but finds out that if he wants to laze around, he has to build everything. And he's like, ah, that's too much work. I'm out of here. Yep. You have to trade somebody for turnips and yeah. just a lot of work. And at the end, of course, Salem is right. The uh, goat was an evil uh, witch trapped, uh, sentenced to or transformed, morgified into the goat body. And now he's just having fun, but he wanted to apologize to Salem for being a uh, bad bad to him all the years when he was a, a human. Oh, why did you have to do that? Because he's a goat. Uh, although goats scream. Ah. Uh, so these are really simple, non-threatening stories. Uh, you might think if you're one of the pearl clutchers, oh my gosh, they said Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Griffins you know, and gargoyles. Yes. Thank you. They, they meet the, they meet the, the evil wizard or whatever. And he goes, you must pay me to pass. You must pay me to pass. And it goes on for about a page. So it's you pretty repetitive in that pass. A and compliment. Then, and then you find out at the end, it's like, you must pay me a compliment. And it's uh, Reggie wanting a compliment from everybody. You know, it's yep. that kind of humor, that kind of, of simple storytelling that you're going to find in this book. And yep. for the target audience, I think it's perfectly fine. Uh, I'm a little concerned as to the fact that the Dungeons and Dragons characters are clearly modeled on the 1983 yes. Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Yes, exactly. No kid's going to get that joke. Kids are not going to get that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're not. It's it's adults saying, hey, I want to make a reference that I'm going to get and enjoy. And if a parent picks yeah. this up, maybe they will enjoy it as well and find a reason to have a talk with their son or daughter 
uh, and uh, about have, and, and no, and Matthew will say, "Now you see here, let me explain to this to you." And the kid just rolls their eyes and is like, "All right, I'm out of here." My kid does not roll their eyes when I say, "Let me explain things." <laughs> Thank you very much. They get up and leave the and room. They get up and leave the room. <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, this sure is call. this is definitely not a target demographic for my group, but. It's, mm-hmm. you know, definitely if you've got someone under eight, maybe mm-hmm. seven, this is, this is a good book for them, I think. Yeah. And I can, I can definitely see how it would appeal to those young audiences. And that's actually a good, I do agree with you that we need to have more of these books that are aimed at young readers or aimed at, you know, broader audiences, whatever you want to call it. I think I new readers, like, I think that new reader, we need new readers. So this needs to be aimed yeah. at, uh, I guess I wouldn't say YA or middle grade reader. I would say new reader. And that means right. to me, someone that is between the ages of six and eight. Yeah. I'm just like seriously creeped out by those eyes. And I'm afraid <laughs> it's going to, it's going to give children nightmares. The children are going to cry. No, the, this is something that they're very used to seeing this kind of art. Those here's poor the th- children are going to be here's like, the no, thing, though. daddy, save us. Here's the thing though. Um, yes. I don't think Archie should have sold this comic. I do not think that this is a comic that deserves a three 99 price tag. Mm -hmm. And I do not think that this is a comic that they should have sold in stores. What this comic should have been. It's a standalone one shot story. Now I don't know if uh, Archie comics plans on doing other little Archie and friends uh, comic books. This is obviously a one shot, Mm -hmm. but this should have been their free comic book day offering. This entire thing should have been, and they may have yes. something ga- uh, geared towards older readers, but if you want to, you know, hey, I'm going to drag my little kid into comic, uh, new free comic book day that's coming up in May, literally uh, just under a month from now, you want to drag your little kid in there and you want something for them to have, this should be the free comic book day that the, the you know, and I know it costs money to make this. You've got a ton of sure. creators on here, Shannon Waters, Jay Torres, Jamie Rodante, and then all the artists that I mentioned earlier. That costs money. So I understand recouping the cost, but give this to kids and put it in their hands and they take it to school or even, you know, donate a a crap ton of these to schools across the country, uh, put it into their book drive. You know, with every book uh, a kid buys, uh, they get a Mm -hmm. free little Archie and friends. That's some, that's some marketing there. So honestly, I don't, I don't, um, you know, Archie is getting ready to start an NFT collection. I don't, uh, you know, poo poo on them for wanting to, to capitalize. And certainly trying to make some money off of this comic uh, aimed at young readers, not that big of a deal. But if you had done this as a free comic book day issue, I think you would find a lot of people really applauding Archie for taking the time to create something that is truly unique, truly new, and not just a rehash or a coming attractions for some big event coming down the road. So that would be my biggest complaint about this thing. Is that it actually was sold over the counter? But it was actually sold over the counter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just the red. You know, we talked about gra- grabbing uh, young kids. Just the red in our in our Discord chat. Who's listening to this live Thursday nights, eight o'clock p.m. Come and join and hang out the fun. She says, "I mean, I literally started reading comics because of Archie and all their spinoffs." So imagine hooking a young kid, seven eight years old, on a free <laughs> comic free. with this. And uh, then having them say, okay, what else is little Archie stuff with? And all the kids have 
the digital readers now with their their ebooks through the school. I mean, my son has like three different library subscriptions to these virtual uh, libraries where he can read books. Throw a couple of Archie comics up on there. You're going to get a lot more people, uh, younger readers, reading Archie. And there is nothing wrong. I know a lot of people look at Archie comics and they're like, ew, Archie is boring because it's all this clean fun. I want to see, you know, uh, sexy ladies or I want to see violence or I want to see this kind of stuff. And that's fine. Go read, uh, you know, Crossed. Uh, mm-hmm. go read, uh, no, don't, you know, don't read <laughs> no, not young kids, but I'm saying Run away. there's nothing wrong with a quote unquote wholesome comic. Now, yes, sometimes you can spin, turn it on its ear with the, uh, afterlife with Archie and the chilling adventures mm-hmm. of Sabrina stuff. Uh, yes, you can do that, but Archie's not trying to make their entire company run off those, those rare comics. They're trying to keep it. Hey, here's good, clean fun for kids. And, just think if they had made this the free comic book day offering, they would have, they would have gotten a lot of, of good, good free will from people. We'll probably get a free comic book day featuring Riverdale because that's where the big bucks are. Well, yes, I believe, um, I do believe that the, uh, let, let me look at the lineup here really quick of what the, what the comics are, but I believe that there is a Riverdale comic that is the uh so Archie oh the best Archie comic ever is there is their comic uh this year from, mm-hmm. from Archie Comics which is a I compilation that, of actually. a lot of their other stories so if you want a, a pure heart story there's a pure heart story if you want one of the rock and roll stories there looks like there's that in there uh there may be a bit from Arch uh, Jughead's uh, Time Police thing in there I think it's new stuff, but yeah, throw, throw in, throw in the the little Archie's man. And you would have had a, had a real winner there again. I'm not, I'm not the one in charge of, uh, Archie comics. Uh, you know, the person in charge at Archie has been doing that for a long time. He knows what he's doing. I have faith in him and this is a fine comic. This is, this is a fine comic for, for kids. It's got witchcraft in it. So if that bothers you. Yeah, I was waiting for that to come up. <laughs> I'm just I saying. I really, know, you know I, there's really on. nothing that I can complain about this comic. I really can't. I mean, it's not for me, but it's there's nothing wrong with what this comic is. Yeah, and I, you know, that is something very important that we've run into several times in recent issues of you know Dueling Review. Is these are really good books that just aren't for us. They may not even you know engage us, but in the right hands for the right audience, this is going to be a, a really cool book. Anybody who can get past uh, giant freakish eyes looking into your soul and trying to steal your memory and leave you a, an empty husk by the side of the road, I think that they're really going to enjoy what you get here. Um, but, you know, not everyone can do that. It's a thing. I'm frightened. <laughs> There, there, there's a lot scarier art, Matthew, than, than what we see in here. Is there? I mean. That's true. There's Umberto Ramos where nobody has elbows. It, well, I, I, there's nothing wrong with Umberto Ramos art either. Nobody has elbows. That's fine. I had It's elbow totally once. fine to not have an elbow. That way you don't have to worry about Is banging it? it on stuff. You ever hit your elbow and then you're like, oh, you hit my funny bone or whatever it's called. If you didn't have elbows, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, that doesn't happen to me. Anyway, how did we end up with this comic this week? I will tell you how we ended up with this comic this week, because I picked it. 
The uh, site that we've been using wasn't updated in time for me to go out and uh, solicit all of our fine listeners uh, to uh, pitch us a comic that they want us to read. So I was like, well, let me find something. Oh, we haven't done Archie comics in like forever. And so uh, let's let's take a look at this comic and see what it's all about. I was a little hesitant because I really thought that this was going to be a El Stinko comic. Um, mm-hmm. And until you again, until you identify who the audience is for and, and how it's crafted for that audience. Then you find out it's a really good comic. But what we really, really want. I say what we really, really want. Tell us what you want. Uh, I want everybody who's listening to this show to go over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Look for the post that is called dueling review for uh, April 21st, I think 20th, 21st of uh, 2022. And you're going to find the link to see what all the comics are coming out uh, next week. And then you use the comment section and you let us know what you want us to review. Now, it's really important that we get as many people commenting and sharing because the week before, uh, two weeks before, we didn't have uh, an episode last week. But two weeks before, there were only like nine people who uh, voted with their their fingers on Mm -hmm. what uh, comic they wanted us to read. And uh, that ain't good. Now, that being said... That being said, seven people have cast their vote so far over at patreon.com slash major spoilers. And it looks like we have a vote for Captain America, a vote for John Carter of Mars, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, another vote for Captain America, another vote for Captain America, John Carter of Mars, and Hidden Planeswalkers uh, is Bluey's vote. So right now it looks like Captain America is in the lead with uh, Sam Wilson in it. But perhaps you want to see John Carter of Mars over at Dynamite. Also, they do NFTs. If you're wondering, oh, no, Archie's doing NFTs. Dynamite's doing NFTs. DC Comics just announced NFTs. I haven't seen anything from Marvel, but I bet before the end of the year, Marvel will be doing NFTs if they're not already. Every comic book publisher is doing some kind of NFT. So if you're going to say, I'm not going to read that uh, comic publisher because they have NFTs. Again, you don't have to buy the NFTs if you don't want to. They're not for you. Just move on. Um, but, uh, you'll be reading a lot less comics if you start to boycott every comic publisher out there who has an <laughs> NFT, but, uh, yeah, maybe you want, uh, something other than those comics that are listed. The only way that this show works is when you go over to our Patreon page and cast your vote for the comic next week. All right. I think we've got a shorter show unless you have anything else you want to say about little Archie and friends, special number one, one shot, which again, <laughs> Just don't put the number one on there. We know it's a one shot. It's a number one issue. It's issue one. Even if it's issue one of one, it is an issue number one. I don't understand why this is a problem. Because it implies that there's an issue two. No, it doesn't. I, yes. If I see a one on something, I'm going to say, oh, there's a two on there. It's not. How many children do I have? The 1989, the 1989 Batman was not called Batman one. It was, there was not an implication that there was going to be another Batman. It was simply called Batman. Movies are not generally numbered one. Exactly. Can you tell me, are there any trilogy movies that are numbered one? Yes. No. Star Wars episode one. one. Star Wars episode one is the fourth movie. No. Star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace, is called Star Wars episode one. It is the fourth movie. But you asked me for one that has a one in the title. But that's a stupid example and you know it. No, you asked me and I gave you one. (laughs) It's a retcon. It's a retcon. Okay, so when comic books come out, comic books have numbers, right? Not if they just call it a one-shot. 
But nobody does that because comic books have numbers. They don't have to. That's what I'm saying. If it's a one shot, you don't have to do put a one on there. To. No, they don't. Okay, so let me ask you a question. What do they do a year from now when a little Archie comes out and they're like, hey, here's a little Archie special? Is it you now have three books with the no, same title? Because here's what here's what happens, Matthew. Comic book publishers already do this. It's called Batman Annual 2021. Batman Annual 2022. Batman Annual 1978. They don't have nineteen. It's not called Batman Annual twenty twenty two number one. Do you read the Do you read the Indicia? I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to. You do need to because that's literally the legal title of the book. Well, then they need printing purposes. Well, then they need to go into their Indicia and not and drop that number. They need to give it a number one if it is a number one. They don't. Why? Why do they have to? Tell me why. Because it's a number one. Because comic books have numbers. No. That's not comic books. Comic have books have numbers is not is not an excuse. Is not a. It reason. is not an excuse. It's an explanation. No, <laughs> you're telling me that movies don't have numbers, so comic books shouldn't. I don't see how your argument holds water, and mine doesn't. I didn't say. I didn't say movies have numbers. I didn't you say they didn't have. Just... I didn't say they didn't have to have numbers. I said Batman when it came out was just called Batman. They didn't have to put a number one on there. And you know what? It was the third. No, it was the fourth See? film called Batman. They didn't have to put a number on it. Yeah, they did. Because now you have to differentiate between Batman 1941, and you, and you know how Batman 1949, Batman 1966, and Batman 1999. And I know how they do that. You know what they do? They put, a, they put a number on it. Yeah, they put the year number on it, just like I was saying with the annuals. Oh, I'm sorry. Years aren't numbers. I forgot. I'm talking about issue numbers. And yes, you know it. comics have issue numbers. Yes, we all have issues. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. What do you think? Head, head over to our Discord server. Head over to our Discord server. Let us know what other movies like The One with Jet Li. Oh, my God. I watched that not too long ago. Is a movie that has the number one in it. Uh, Star Wars Episode One. It's got a one in it. Um, but uh, should comics that are one shots have a number? Yes or no? There's really no reason for it. Uh, in my yes. opinion, Matthew says, uh, well, that's the way it's always been done, so we can't do anything different from that. Incorrect. Until no next point time. Did I say that. No. Until next time. You, no. Go we out and read it. some comics because there's some really great comics out in the world. Thanks, everybody. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.